actual joke, please. I need Hello. a really good joke. More energy. More energy. Welcome to the random Go slow. If you're going to do it, you got to sell all the way. I'm high on mescaline, and this is O.D. Can I get a little more in the O? It's like O.D.Y. I'm a-okay. What would you like to talk about? Can you please hold this for the entire episode? Small pink balloon. How I much longer are you do this for? Because I'm enjoying it. I've never done mescaline before. Allegedly. Oh, so you have done it, just not... <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, I, have never, I haven't done it allegedly. Allegedly, I've <laughs> never it's heard the of other way. It's, I haven't I've, done it allegedly. I've never heard of something. No, I'm um sad. What are you want to say? I was gonna go for an Eeyore reference because that's the first thing I thought of, but then I had nothing for you. Well, you didn't even get close to Eeyore. That's not true. Yeah, that's not Eeyore. That's not Eeyore. Try again. No, I mean, yeah, it's kind of sad, but still kind of slow. I think Eeyore's problem is that he's got a real drug problem, like heroin. Definitely not, no. So what you want to talk about? There's so many other characters from the 100 Acre Woods you could have compared me to. Name one of them. Would you like some help? <laughs> Popeye the Sailor Man? Fuck you, I know the goddamn Hundred Acre Woods. Shut Name up. I've played Kingdom Hearts. Let's see. There's Sora. There's Donald. There's Goofy. There's Riku. There's Cloud Strife. There's Lehan. You haven't even named a single one. I'm pretty it sure I'm naming like all you. of the Kingdom Hearts. What the Hundred Acres? I'm pretty sure this is Winnie the uh, Winnie the fuck. Well, I can't make. I'm not. One. I'm not a jokester. Okay, I'm a human fucking being with human fucking emotions. I may be you doing want to talk about someone who doesn't have emotions. God. No, I'm going to talk about Darren Aronofsky. I mean, what's the difference? Am I right? No. Who's One's so all powerful. The other one has a Brooklyn accent. And, <laughs> <is still Gabby. laughs> and created the rest of the human. No. no um, well, one did create the human universe. The other one created a movie called Mother. And of the two, the universe has been around so longer and is much easier to deal with. What makes Darren Dudenhauser... A cool, an interesting. What what makes you want to talk about him right what now? What makes you want to talk about him? So, like many things, that one class. I might college. be on masculine. Masculine. <laughs> Fuck. Anywho, the next time we'll have a dictionary next to you. <laughs> look up what you're I about might to be say. masculine. No. Does that help you out? I'll have a dictionary at the source that we can look up what you're about to say, so you don't sound so much like a dude. Next time, I'm actually going to well. <laughs> I I make no promises in that regards, but I am gonna open up like a random dictionary or like do just like hit randomize and dictionary.com and then just like try to do some like wordplay on the first word I see. That's gonna be my next intro, if I remember. I'm not gonna remember. No, do that right now. We're gonna do the intro again. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna restart this. We're gonna so do we're the intro again. 
You can look up your your dictionary thing, and you can interject those words whenever you feel they are appropriate. Fair enough. So, like many things in my life, mm -hmm. I took that one class in community college and got stuck with him. Uh, oh. So okay. I took an independent film class mm. that introduced me to a bunch I of... I want to talk about your independent film class times, because that sounds... I've heard so many people <laughs> take that class. Like, so, anyone, anyone who has a YouTube channel, I shit you not, has taken that fucking class. And I am fascinated to see what people learn from it. So, I learned a lot of interesting things. Mm -hmm. Stuff like, um, Tom McCarthy's actually a good director... If you have not, go look up his movie, The Station Agent. It was one of the three movies we hmm. watched that I stuck you said with Paul me. Paul McCarthy for a second. Tom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, in case anyone's wondering, it does star Peter Dinklage. Hmm. And this was back in 2003. So, mm -hmm. it is definitely a really good movie. I would highly recommend it to people. What's his name again? Tom McCarthy. Oh, wow. Um, next, I don't remember the movie. But the phrase pooping back and forth forever. What? An experience of love. What? So. What? Oh, he made meet the parents, huh? Um. Pooping so, back and forth. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. You, me, and everyone we know. There you got there. Give me a second. Another independent film. And it has this little kid who's kind of learning about love and there. And his perspective, what means love is. In his view, the fact that you can, while together, go back and forth, and it never has to end, mm. is what That's he cute. thinks love means. And so he so expresses it like, in the context of pooping back and forth forever. Mm. As in you poop, that is another a bad, person poops your poop. That is a bad expression. I oh, do not yeah, like yeah. that expression. I like the idea, don't get me wrong, but that is a terrible expression. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely, I don't remember. I, I was thinking like movie. some weird like uh, Ouroboros slash um, human centipede kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's not. It, yeah. It's pretty far from that. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know, you know, but yeah, um, no, that's fair. That one is uh, directed by Miranda July. Mm-hmm. And we get to my favorite movie as I watched. As compared to Miranda June. Uh, as compared to April, May as well. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Um, But my favorite movie that I saw because of that class was The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Ricky Munich. Munich? Ricky Muniz. No. Try Ricky again. Ricky Menchi. Try again. Mm, minority Report. Try again. That was Tom Cruise. <laughs> Ricky. I know it's Ricky. It's not Ricky. It's not Ricky? No. What is his name? Uh, Ricardo. Mickey Rorick. Mickey, son of a bitch. You Rorick. got me on the R's, and I'm like, no, it doesn't start with an R. Rorick. Stop it. Mickey Rorick. Mickey He's got Rorick. a great name. I love yeah, his no, name. it's great. Um, probably best known for the film Iron Man 2. He was the main villain. He had the test the coils. Yeah, smart. He guy. still looks like the guy who uh, who was in Hellboy. That's Ron Perlman. We've already talked I about know, this. I know, but he looks just. They it look doesn't just look like, like each Ron Perlman. They look just like each other. You give you put Ron Perlman's ha uh, uh, hair on fucking Mickey Rourke's uh, uh, hair, and it's like you switch them up. They're the same person. Shit, you not. They look just alike. <laughs> It says, well, like, uh, Mickey, Mickey, uh, Mickey Rourke is... Mickey Rourke is drug-induced, about to die 20 years ago. Ron Perlman's happy. I mean, How not by much, bro. Like, he's maybe content. 
like, I mean, I don't, like, I don't, I see them, they look, like, when I think of them, I, they, I, I think of them in my head, they look almost like each other, but, you know. But yeah, no, so um, we were, as part of this class, uh-huh. we watched a bunch of these movies, and most of them I forgot, because they Fair didn't enough. make an impression, or they just, they were boring. Yeah. I hate to say it, but a lot of independent film, the reason why it's independent is because... It doesn't reach a mass Four audience. hours of just staring off into the sun, talking about how you feel... Yeah. Doesn't always make a good blockbuster. Right. Or doesn't yeah. even make a good movie. Or sometimes that they do like create interesting ideas. Oh no, whatnot, totally. Like like yeah. the station agent, I will say mm-hmm. that is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm. I would put that easily in the top fifty movies I've watched in my entire life. Nice. Yeah. And it's just and like it's, in a just like a train station? Uh it's n- n- um kind That's of more no. of a con- conversational So thing, basically it's uh to simplify the movie. <laughs> mm. Peter Dinklage and a friend, I forget who plays his friend because that part doesn't really remember. He's not as distinct as Peter Dinklage. Fair enough. Um, basically work at an abandoned – or do stuff in an abandoned station. And it's mm. about their wives and it's basically around the premise of moving from one place to another mm. and how you can find growth in it. And there's a lot of good conversations they have. The plot moves along even though it is – an hour and 45 minutes, an hour or two hours of mostly them talking and scenic shots. Yeah. It's done in a very good way. All right. Uh, You mean everything I know, not as good as a movie. I remember bits and pieces here and there about the, like the four different love stories that are going on, Mm. possibly five. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's that one line and the kid drawing the picture that goes along with pooping back and forth forever. That just is like melted into my brain. I'll never forget it. Yeah, that's hard to forget though. That is yeah. that's a hard one. That's like the, so. The you're scene. welcome for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean that's like the scene in you'll uh, go to the bathroom, Human you'll start pooping, where and you'll be like, "Why can't that- I get it out? I just wanted to stop." You're like, "Oh my god, I'll be pooping back and forth forever," and you're stuck on the toilet thinking about this movie. Much like when he used a hammer for a sedative in Human Centipede 2 instead of drugs. So I'd like to say I have never seen any of the Human Centipede movies. Oh, and nor boy, oh boy. I've only seen them in Fast Forward except for the second one and it is the best. I watched that shit 15 times. It's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my entire life and we're going to have to see it one time, bud. We're not. Oh boy, oh boy. You know what a human caterpillar is? Yes, I know it. Super, super cool. I know what it is. No, Caterpillar. I'm, it's different from the centipede. I don't care. We're talking about Darren Aronofsky. So we're getting to him. Uh, so the last thing. It's Lifetime after, Prisoners. But yeah, that's fine. Go on. After the entire, um, we had multiple oh. weeks of this. So it was a 12-week class. The mm. final week, they're like, okay, you now need to pick a filmmaker, mm-hmm. watch three of their movies, mm-hmm. and then make a film based on those characteristics and it needs to be between eight to 12 minutes. I'm sorry. I'm having flashbacks from human centipede three. <laughs> I, I can't hear you over the sound of, uh, I just need to, I need to fucking recuperate for a minute. We can't No, no, please go on. Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just reeling right now. Yeah. So, Oh, um, there's so many limbs, so many, uh, dude. I'm sorry. It's back there. And I, <laughs> That part is I'd rather talk about him than that, and yeah, that's kind of no, saying a lot. That's fair. Um, Fuck, man. But no, so we um I got put into a group with three other people mm. who I didn't really know at all. 
Um, I sat with some other people during the class, and I just got thrown into this group because that's what the teacher decided. Right. And we're like, okay, you need to pick someone off this thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what's the thing about Darren Aronofsky is? He yeah. was the first person on the list. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and that's yeah. the reason why. Because hey. everyone else is like, we have to do somebody? Okay, let's take the first person. Nice. Do you even know who they are? Uh, I don't care. Yeah. You're not even going to like read two sentences about who they are to figure out if you even want to watch films by this person. Oh, so you had to watch no. their films too? We had to watch three of them. Uh, well, I mean, he's, so we'll he's got some interesting mil- uh, uh, was it Was one of them The Cobbler? I've actually no. had questions about it. Okay. The Cobbler is not his film. Yeah, it was on the uh, list of films that he did. Really? Yeah. The one starring... Adam Sandler. I think that... So this was back in 2011. No, yeah. 2009. Yeah. 2010? Yeah, well, The Cobbler yeah, came out... Uh, 2010 is when I saw I don't know if that's The yeah. Cobbler. Cobbler. 2014. It's 2014, so it would have been out in time. Oh, then, then you would... Okay, okay. That's wouldn't have been out. So I, yeah. that was not one of my options. Yeah. Um, but also they want us to watch more of his independent stuff than... Oh, no, that's Tom McCarthy. Sorry. <laughs> I, like, I didn't think Darinovsky did that movie but yeah no okay. that's my bad it, it's very different from his style but you know whatever fair enough I mean, was it good? okay that's fair um, <laughs> you know no no yeah there's a lot of we can get into what I don't like about that movie but we won't mm-hmm. fair enough um, oh, yeah, yeah. go on so Sorry. they're like okay watch three of them and mm-hmm. so one of the things that I realized from watching his movies is that he really focuses on drugs in general um, so the three movies I watched was Pie. Yeah. Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. The Wrestler. Okay. Because those are the only three movies I could find. Right. Well, Going yeah, through enough. many different places and many different websites. Yeah. Those are the three I could find to watch. I couldn't find any of the rest of his films. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm stuck with these three. Fair enough. And so first off, we'll talk about Pie. Yeah. I really, I, I, I watched that movie when I was in like a really weird mental state and I like, but I, th- I found it really enjoyable. I, I, I liked it a lot. Just, that's just, that's my review, review of it. So yeah. Pi um, is a late 90s movie mm-hmm. that basically is a rabbi is trying to use math to determine what's going to happen with the, the stock, stock market. market. Yeah. And there's a questions he has amongst himself of what is the efficacy to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, should he be doing it? Will God support him in it? And all this other stuff that, you know, he goes through there. And uh, also it's shot in black and white because, well, Darinowski has to shoot stuff in black and white. It was, I mean, it was an interesting choice. Um, yeah. There's a lot of dark spots on it. Yeah. It was not well lit. Yeah. And having the black and white just cast really bad shadows for the entire thing. That's one of the things I do remember. Yeah. Was like... If they could find a place underneath a bridge, that's where he would shoot. It was shot basically, I think, in New York City. I don't actually know for a fact. It definitely um, seemed like it, but yeah. But it's like it's very cramped. Everything is shot really close, yeah. really tight. Yeah. Um, well, it also like much... shows like induced anxiety and whatnot, yep. I think, because it's from the point of view of the... Uh, of the rabbi, yeah. who has also has mental issues that are going yeah. on through the entire thing. Also, yeah. another one of his big things he loves to talk about mental is yeah. m- mental states. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I remember most about Pi mm-hmm. was the ending. That there really wasn't yeah. an ending. That it's they got to the point and they're like, wasn't the thing supposed to have another 12 pages? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. We'll just end it. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it was. It's I, not as drastic as The Sopranos, but it's still like. Well, it's yeah. Really, I, yeah, I would assume There's that. really not. I don't think he did a very good job in ending and tying everything up. There was a lot of questions that 
I still had at the end of the movie yeah. that were never addressed. I, I he, think you know just had an opportunity to set that stuff up and was just like nah. A quick a, a quick side note. I think like the the idea of the movie was like the uh, the stock market is alive and so you're trying to find like what makes a living thing like sort of like the spirit of something well, and yeah. instead of like looking for uh, for that like that those set of numbers he decided to get rid of his well yeah, he decided to get rid of his understanding of those numbers and just live so i think i and well, yeah, true true yeah, i think that's yeah. true he does break the stock market he figures out that it has to do with the number pi mm-hmm. which is half of tau yeah what <laughs> tau is 2 pi oh yeah it's made through it's a kind of a lowercase t I thought you was, that was like a Dow joke I was like no it's tau no. t-o-a again 2 pi and I was talking tau. about the spirituality yeah, yeah. well no but there, yeah. there is that that's tied in yeah Um, but it it's one of those movies where I think that when he finished making it he's like it's a masterpiece mm-hmm. people are gonna dig into this and see how smart and how like deep I got into it, and, and so all this yeah, stuff. It has a bit of a pretentious and, kind of. Fa- yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, ah, yeah. I like making fun of him for it. I shouldn't, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of things that are. Should we say, he really just missed out on making it more obvious to the person. Like he really tried to make this drastic, mm. over the top, big thing that has this great idea. Right. But I think that people are going to miss it because mm-hmm. it's kind of more show than substance. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I can, I can definitely see. And I mean, this, I'm, I'm going to be mostly talking about the pie movie because that's the only one I saw. But I definitely see how it had more like, ooh, this is really, like, I think it had some cool ideas. I, I think it was an interesting concept overall. I, I think it was unique. But then the actual application of like uh, uh, a a cohesive like movie, like yeah, it could have been it could have been better. But I didn't mind. I thought I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, I could I could definitely see the potential behind it though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then we move on to Requiem for a Dream, which is the second one I watched. I also watched him in this order as well. So okay, Um, because I picked his earliest one to his latest film I found. Right. Is, Is that is that the Jim Carrey one? No. Requiem for a Dream. What's that one about? Requiem for a Dream is basically about this guy who is a heroin addict and this woman who's a heroin addict. I know. And this third person who's a heroin addict. This is probably his most well-known film up until you get to like Black Swan or the one that came out a couple years ago, Mother. Yeah. With an exclamation point. I, I mean, I wouldn't after. say that's his most popular because I've never well, no, heard of that well shit. Known. Well, I known. said, okay, well I mean, well known popular. again. But yeah, I've heard um, of Black Swan more than, but I have heard of Requiem for a Dream. It's, but yeah. It's basically the big movie that put him as, um, got him all this critical acclaim. Yeah. Like, Pi did a good job. Mm-hmm. Requiem was like, okay, this is a real thing. He's not just a one hit wonder. Right. Um, I think Requiem is better than Pi when it comes to like storytelling. Yeah. Um, there's still his entire thing of I'm the smartest person in the room that mm-hmm. you can get from it. Um, mm-hmm. But Requiem for a Dream basically goes back to the point of these people realize that they had trouble, mm-hmm. they had problems, and that they needed to make decisions to change things around. Okay. Um, so they kind of go back and forth. Some people take steps forward. Other people take steps back. Right. Take steps forward. Take some back. Some get married. 
break up, more things happen. Yeah. And it's kind of trying to show the life cycle of people who have these troubles mm. and what they go through. It was trying to humanize, which yeah. I think is good. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of the ones where it's very much, I would say, it's better than Pi, but not in a filmography position. You know how this one's very raw, mm -hmm. unedited. It's not as clean. Yeah. You know, even though I was complaining about the darkness there, but it's like every shot was squared. Mm. Every shot was boom, I'm here. Very little movement. This one has a lot more movement to it. Yeah. A lot more um, really trying to focus on emotions of people mm -hmm. than spatial. Yeah. Uh, again, it it's not my favorite. <laughs> we'll get to my favorite one in yeah. a second. Um, yeah, yeah. But it really does hit on like what he wants to do with his film style yeah. um, there. Okay. So I'm sorry. It's not really as much to talk about. You don't know it as well. I really, I, I don't care I mean, as I, much about it. I think, I think that pie has a lot more that I can grasp from it because again, I love the math behind it and yeah. all that. Requiem is much more of like this person decided that, well, in order for me to keep getting my drugs, I need to find a pimp who can pimp me out so I can make money to make drugs. Bummer. So I can then pimp myself more so I can have my drugs. Wow. Um, that's a real damn. So like, yeah, no, it, it is. Um, hmm. hey, I, 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 I get them confused with the other, uh, oh, it's eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Oh, that's the one you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah that's that's, one that's I, a yeah. very different movie. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, but, it's not very different. I know it deals with like the, like raw human emotion and shit. Cause they, I think they get lumped into the same category because it's like a much more, it, it has like a, a, a simple premise, mm -hmm. but it's like, but complicated characters in the, in those sense, you know what I mean? Um, but I know I've heard of it. I know I definitely haven't seen it though. I don't know. I'm not too much into real life you know, dramas, but yeah. But again, this one has a better ending. Mm -hmm. uh, it's depressing. Like, let's be fair. It's, sounds, yeah, it's, sounds it's a horrible fucking, yeah. ending where everyone is um, curled up in a ball on the ground at some point near the end of the movie. Yes, they may have what they, you know, the drugs they want or slightly better life, but in the end, they all are shown missing something. Requiem for a dream because the dream they had is lost. The dream they have they could never attain because of the and this one, because of their desire for drugs. Wow. That's a fucking bummer. Yeah, it is. Hmm. So let's go on something more happy. Okay. The Wrestler. I mean... I joke. So The Wrestler, <laughs> wrestler yeah. stars Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Um, it's a mid-2000s movie. I believe it's 2006. Yeah. I heard it got it got really good fucking reviews. I actually saw a Have synopsis. Have you not seen it? I, I, I've only... I've seen I a couple synopsis. And of I might... If I can find it, I might let you borrow it. Yeah. Because it is my favorite Aronofsky movie. It's my favorite yeah. Mickey Rourke movie. Yeah, I'll have to check um, it out. Except for Hellboy. Oh, wait. Never mind. That's wrong for all me. <laughs> God damn. You need to, like, get three brain cells I mean, added somewhere at oh, some well, point. I mean, I'm not, not they're not going to be Ricky. As I insult you. Ricky Munez and M Michael Rourke. Just fucking faces and names and fucking whatever the fuck they do. Ron Hallman, douche, whatever. I mean, not them. They seem like fine gentlemen. Like, so, they seem like great people. Mickey Rourke plays a wrestler who is beyond his prime yeah. and spends the entire movie f trying to get yeah. back to the glory that he had previously. Yeah. And along the way, he 
has destroyed many relationships. Yeah. So um, he tries to rekindle them. He tries to make choices. Mm-hmm. He ends up um, with a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And that really has to refocus him. So he tries to be there for the daughter he never could be there mm-hmm. for. He also um, has a stripper who he falls in love with and mm-hmm. tries to make it work. Mm-hmm. And for spoilers, please skip ahead a couple minutes. No, uh, one minute. Or you can just listen to the spoilers because most people have probably either seen the movie or probably never going to see it. Um, Fair enough. He gets to the point where he gets the opportunity to have the glory he once had to okay. headline the events he used to headline he, yeah. and he gets the match that he already, that he already won, but he gets it again because everybody wants it. Mm-hmm. And so he's given the choice of, do I do the match? Do I take care of myself or do I, you know, do the match? Oh man. Do I disappoint my daughter? Yeah. Or do I make a paycheck? Um, so he, mean... takes a, he takes a job at a local grocery store. Mm-hmm. Partway through the movie, mm-hmm. trying to turn his life around. Um, however, yeah. he gets fed up with people yelling at him, and he decides that wrestling is what he wants to do. Yeah. He goes to wrestle. He wrestles. He wrestles, and you get to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I have a so I've seen this movie with one of my friends. I'll yeah. talk about him in a little bit because he's actually really important for Darren Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Um, but we hit a point at the end of the movie mm-hmm. where he has his finisher. It's called the Ram's Horns. Yeah. Where he jumps off the top rope, puts his hands on his head out to make mm-hmm. ram swarms, and basically headbutts people. Mm-hmm. So the um, as they build up to the final shot, he gets up there, he jumps off the the uh, thing, and it goes to black. Yeah, and it kind of gives you that thing of like, what do you think happened? He's on the side of he's dead. The wrestler's character, he mm-hmm. died. He did his thing. That's it. No. Yeah. So that's where he sees it. For me, I'm on the side where I believe that he's alive. Mm-hmm. But earlier in the movie, there's a shot of him at basically a um, – what are they called? Um, old le- – like a group of soldiers have like a, a, a legion, an army – Platoon? No. Um. Basically, it's a place where people who used to be a group of soldiers that meet up. Oh, like a yeah, like a, well, like American a Legion. There we go. Like American Legion. Legion. So it's basically oh, American yeah. Legion building, and they have like a couple tables set up, and old wrestlers sit there with their postcards and their photos, and they sign them for people who saw them twenty five years ago. Oh. And so how I see it is, he jumps off, he does his ram's horn, he has another heart attack, he nearly dies, but he lives. Mm-hmm. But he can't do anything anymore. Yeah. And he becomes the guy who gets wheeled in the room in a wheelchair yeah. to sign things for people for the rest of his life so he can make a living. Yeah. And I feel like that's how his life ends. Yeah. Well, the, the I think the ending is ambiguous because either way, his life is pretty much over. Yep. Like the life I that agree. he wants, I, I think the cut to black is just a sign that the life that he wanted the entire time is over at that point. Yeah, no, I, and, I agree yeah, with you on that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, 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 go on. I, don't know, yeah. I was just gonna say that I agree with you on that. It's just which one's worse, right? I mean, yeah, and well, it's the conversation of is dying worse than every single day getting up, being watching the life you, yeah, exactly. Which one's worse? And for some people, I mean, it's, it's death, yeah, for other people, it's, it's I don't even get the opportunity to reminisce about my greatness, it's 
versus the other side, which is all I do is I sit there and I watch what I could have been. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, that was the whole point of it because it was like, I mean, again, like you said, it was him trying to rekindle the glory days, trying to find that passion, that youthfulness, and then him not coming to terms with him being an old ass man. You know what I mean? And he just fucking, he, he made his decisions and it's, you know, it definitely deeply affected him. Yeah. No, I think it, it definitely, uh, it seems, it seems interesting as like a character study. Of like, I think it is. Yeah, of like, just like that idea of like people who are trying to rekindle. I mean, there's like that Twilight Zone movie or uh, uh, episode with that old ass. Um, that well, I mean, I, that, that old actress, well, right? <laughs> that you know, but that that old actress who, um, you know, she was constantly being told she's past her prime or whatever, and like, yeah, and then and then like at, uh, towards the end, spoilers for seat for episode like three of fucking Twilight Zone, the 1950s version for anyone who hasn't fucking seen it, I guess. I don't think it was episode. Three. I think it was episode four. <laughs> whatever, right? <laughs> but yeah, you know, she she ends up her her happiness was discarding like like being enveloped in the being the actress in the movie that she's uh she always wanted to be instead of being the person who's being told that she's old and just like out of her prime over and over yeah. again you know what i mean yeah it's it's real shit i mean it happens and it's not a new it's not a new subject but it sounds like it was it was well done made it was well made in, in, so, in respectable now regards yeah. then we move on from there mm-hmm. uh, and you get to the point of like at that point i watched the wrestler and i'm like i liked his movie i liked the movie more I love this movie. Yeah. I really like him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I then go, you know what? I should go look into the to another movie he made. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he had a major film release. Black Swan. Black Swan. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. I haven't seen I it. I feel like, so the thing about it is, it's yeah. a psychological view on... Purity? Not on purity, but um, on what it means to sacrifice oneself basically like the thing about it is you need more sexy to be the black swan they moved from specifically one person and his arc Mm -hmm. where his arc affected only people in his life Mm -hmm. to this one where it's this person's being a bitch to everyone else who works with them and it's affecting the people that she's working with Mm mm-hmm and I just don't find that dynamic as interesting. Yeah. Like, nothing against the... Okay, everything against the movie, Like, let's <laughs> be fair. <laughs> um, it just wasn't entertaining. It yeah. wasn't enjoyable. The stakes were never put up to that same place because it wasn't personal. Yeah. Yeah, there were stakes. Whether or not she was going to keep her job. But that's all she was, was this character at work. Yeah. And there really wasn't, like, with him... Any passion. <coughs> with him, whether or not he had <coughs> the wrestling job... Yeah. Isn't the important part of Mickey Rourke and his entire thing in The Wrestler. Yeah. It's the interaction between him and the girl he wants to start dating who's the stripper who doesn't want to date the clients. Yeah. Or it's between him and his daughter mm. and trying to build this relationship and starting to make a turn and then hard turning the other way. And you sit there mm. and you're like, dude, don't. Yeah. Just be there for her. Yeah. Just one time. Yeah. Do the. Oh, God. Yeah. And there just wasn't the same value in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go on to his new, his newer movie, mm-hmm. starring Jennifer Lawrence, which is Mother, which is basically him trying to rewrite the Bible, slash combine it with mythology, combine it with other things. And mm-hmm. my thing is that mm-hmm. he's trying to move away from personal stories, tell these great epics, 
And he is not good at writing great epics. He's yeah. good at writing individual stories. Because if yeah. you go back into Requiem for a Dream, mm -hmm. if you go back to Pi, mm -hmm. if you go back to The Wrestler, mm -hmm. yeah, Requiem had four different people, four main characters. But they their were personal entire, stories. But it's personal stories about them mm -hmm. and the people around them that aren't directly related or directly inter interwoven with don't really play much into the story. They don't really affect it at all. Yeah. But now he's trying to write this grand epic about his view on the earth and the entire thing about God and the earth and mother earth and the fact that you can have the baby and oh yeah, we're going to eat the baby on camera because it's edgy and because you know, these people show up who represent these things because it's all this. And it's just, there's so much he's trying to pack in there. He's losing what I think is what's really good about him, which is that individual story yeah. and his way of shooting that, that each one feels like it matters. Mm. Maybe that's the entire thing of he has to fulfill what Hollywood wants. Yeah. I mean, that could be there. But it's the thing that really makes me sad is that I really like this guy. Mm. I thought he was awesome. So I was mm. hanging out with my friend, the one mm. I talked about earlier. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> ever heard of a guy by the name of Darren Aronofsky? Mm. And he's like, yes, I have. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Why? Why <laughs> have you heard about him? He's yeah. like, oh, because he made, we're going to get there in a second. But it's not because he made a film. Mm-hmm. It's not because of the movies. Mm -hmm. That's not why he knows him. Mm. So we're going to talk about another form of media. Have mm. you ever heard of a um, FMD video games? FMG? Full movie? Wait. What are they? What is it? Is it on like a system or is it a type of video game? So do you remember? Um, Full movie disc? Is that what's called? FMD? So. Um, it's the ones where like you play a game, but you can kind of like, it plays a movie, gives you an option to click on stuff. Oh shit. Then, did he make those? Really? Like, like the ones, like the Power Ranger one where they like just play an episode of Power Rangers and you have to like put in the button commands or whatever. And then like, it's like they fail or pass depending on what, if you like pass the button sequence. I think those are, um, oh, FMV? It's FMV. Yeah. Like I, I that is so. He directed though. Did he make Nighthouse or he did not make Nighthouse? Oh fuck, man, that would have been fan fucking tastic, man. Or is it Nightcall or some shit like that? I have to. Look, I gotta get this for you. Yeah. So there's a there's a thing called Soldier, Soldier Boys. Boys. By the way, if what you ever see Darren Aronofsky. You know, the 14 of you who listen to this, <laughs> please talk to him about... So this is what I love, is if you run into those like celebrities who are way too much um, up their own asses. Yeah. Um, to put it politely. Yeah, fair enough. I love to find like that one thing that embarrasses them <laughs> and just be like, I'm not worthy. So go up to him and be like, yeah. oh my God. You're the guy who made You're the guy. You're the guy. <gasps> dude, oh my dude, God. I love your song. I love the song. Soldier Boy. I have to say... Yeah. I played Soldier Boy so many times. <laughs> it is like the greatest video game ever. I'm not worthy to touch the table that you have touched. That's fucking hilarious. You are like a god of the FMV world, you know what I mean? Can you believe That's, it? Yeah. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> that but is... Like, go find, yeah. like, specifically, like, I'm sorry, I, people who kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm probably a dick for doing that and probably no. shouldn't do that. I mean... Like I, I don't know, I don't know, bro, the guy Darren. Person. If you're listening, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. 
Man, yeah, don't. he's got to be yeah. one of the 15, 20 listeners that are on this podcast. I mean, that, that's that's a pretty I'm, wide net, you know what I mean? Like, you never know. He's definitely been on my Facebook. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, well, I, like, I can, I, I don't know the guy personally. I don't know any of his story or his, like, you know, history or anything. He, I could, I could definitely see the pretension like in in the movies but there is some there is there there's definitely passion that's right he's just in, so and the important part to realize and we should be very clear about this yeah darren Aronofsky did not direct the entire thing it was also jed weintraub who the so, fuck so basically just the videos you watch not the portion where you get to make your own choices and stuff oh that's what he did Darinowski just did the video section. So he got the people to do the things they did to make the video game happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's half By the, the game. <laughs> it's more than half the game. Yeah. But Fair enough. it's the important part of like he shows everything along those lines. Like yeah. every single little thing you watch. Mm-hmm. Just remember it's that bad, huh? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it used to be you could actually watch this um a, somebody play through. I don't know if you can still find it on YouTube as yeah. they played through the entire video game. I'm gonna have to fucking check it out because that sounds fantastic. <laughs> like I'm gonna have to check. Now I'm gonna I go on a full we FMV. I <laughs> no, no, that is the last place I expected <laughs> anywhere this uh, any of this should. So we started by talking about college in a. Independent film class. And oh, yeah, by the way, I need to throw an FMV in here because it's very from important. The fucking late 90s. <laughs> Early, late 90s. Remember, when... based on the book, yeah, the Soldier Boys. What? B O Y Z. Oh, yeah, no, it's a book. What? It's these six guys who are, okay, well, I think it's four guys, two girls who used to be in the California State Penitentiary system are given, are told. To go do something because a millionaire pays the military to pick these six people to go to Vietnam mm-hmm. in order to rescue hostages that are in Vietnam. So it takes these six random people that are in jail because, you know, everybody goes to jail is turns out to be Arnold Schwarzenegger or, um, wow, shoot, what's his name? Sean Connery from The Rock. Super smart, also super said, um, And in the what? FMV. Shit. You mean Ron first Swanson. one, part one? I forgot his name. Speaking of first blood. Steven Spielberg. Go on, sorry. That was Arnold. No, it wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fucking Rambo, first blood. Sylvester Stallone, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, fuck me. Fuck um, off. <laughs> you, do, you do also know that that's not what the movie's called. The first one? Yeah. Rambo, well, it's, yeah, it's Rambo, first blood. No, it's not. Pretty sure it is. It's not. You can look it up if you want to. It's actually just called First Blood. Oh. The no, second no. movie is called Rambo, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Uh, there you go. You learned something new. No, I knew that. Also, I learned that from my friend who we're talking about right well, now. Um, fair enough. But yes, that is something that's worth knowing. Something that everybody should know. I don't know, know if that's true, but yeah, go on. That Darren Aronofsky, this guy in Hollywood... Made FMV video games or video game. Just the one. Just the one. Oh wow! Oh, so he just needed the paycheck, huh? Yeah. So just understand, you too. So what is it? So what is it that you wanted to talk about, Aaron Drashvlasovsky? 
Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Batana uh, Natalewski. Batana Natalewski. <laughs> um, so what I want to talk about was more of the entire dif- differing between independent and non-independent film. Mm. What his style is like. Mm. Where are things that he goes after. Um, and more of how has his things changed you know, between making The Wrestler in 2008 mm. and making Black Swan in 2010. Okay. And there's a very clear... He's trying to make these movies that have mass appeal that still sit in that entire thing of psychological horror type of area, but are not the same as what got him there. The he still has a psychological horror. He still has the pseudo noir film to feel to his films, mm-hmm. but he moved away from the purity and the simplicity of what got him to where he is. So you wanted to complain? No, I want to talk about Aaron Aronofsky. Well, if, I, if I can complain about Aaron Aronofsky, I will. I also no, no, praised no. him. Like, come on! No, no, I gave him like ten minutes well, you, of why you, I love the wrestler. I mean, yeah. And then of course I got to take one shot in for you know the, his FMV g- game. Well, I mean, everyone has got their swing and miss. This, that one went to the fucking trees. But that's that's fair. No, that's fair. No time. Protozoa. Supermarket sweep. sweep. It's not the... Yeah, game. no, it says short. Or, yeah, yeah. Fortune cookie. Yeah. Okay, the, the fountain. fountain. Noah, which I didn't really address. Said, yeah. Oh, he made Noah? Yeah, he made Noah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So he has a very, very clear style. Mm. It's very much of what he really kind of wants to make. Yeah. What is this um, there? Yeah. I have not seen The no. Fountain. It's probably one I could watch. Yeah. I just have a long... Oh, is that Wolverine? Hugh yeah, Hackman. Nice. Yeah. So this is, again, right when he got out of making independent films. Yeah. When he just started making some of the lower budget movies he had. Yeah. Um. But I know, like, yeah. yeah, I understand that I've probably given more crap to Darren Aronofsky than I probably should, or I haven't given him enough, depending on who you are. I'd say it's a 50-50 um, shot. But I will say that when it came to independent films, mm-hmm. I remember all three of the Darren Aronofsky movies I watched, mm-hmm. and this is was over a decade ago. Yeah, I only remember two other films we watched. I can't name the other seven or eight or 11 we watched. Like I don't remember the exact number we watched. Yeah. So they do stick with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can still talk about Black Swan, which I watched around the exact same time. And mm-hmm. then I watched part of Mother and just turned it off and walked away. Like, yeah. There's a difference between what he used to make and what he makes now. Yeah. Or what he made now. I don't know. He hasn't put on a movie in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's less about he sucks as a person and it's more about you don't like the direction changed and i think this is why you don't don't like like change so i don't like change it's more of back to like star uh, star trek Mm -hmm. from a while ago it's more about i don't remember when we talked about that definitely last week definitely last week okay from last week um from this week Mm -hmm. could have been the last episode that we did yeah um 
But not just complain about there just to complain like everyone does, but address why is it that I'm frustrated with it. Yeah, fair enough. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm trying to do as, as I grow up and pretend to be an adult. Yeah. Someday I may actually become an adult. We don't know. Only time can tell. None of us are that psychotic. I mean... Close enough. Pterodactyl? Okay. Okie dokie. Um, well, that's, that's, so, yeah. Darren Aronofsky, um, some films I'd so, recommend, some I wouldn't. One out of but, ten. Or one one to ten. Six. He does mm-hmm. have The Wrestler, but watch The Station Agent. Yeah. Watch The Station Agent. Yeah. It's a great movie. Fair enough. All right. No, no, no. We will be right back after this moment of silence from our sponsors, which, which is... The silence, because we have no sponsors. Okay. Hello. And that is and- why we never want to... Oh, sorry. Didn't realize you were recording. Welcome to the... Welcome back to the Random Rant Generator. I Pants. don't know what the fuck just happened, and he's <laughs> a fucking weirdo. <laughs> we're back. Um, Both you- of them. Both pants? Both pants. Uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I mean, four pants. Am I getting sounds, close? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? Hey, gold star. No, you're you're the real star here. A real Joe star. We're gonna talk about community. Anyway, <laughs> so I I feel that there is a great disparity between the idea of independence and community. I think there is way too much uh, emphasis on people saying, I don't need this or I don't need anyone else. I just need me without understanding the very fundamental like idea that you are wrong. You are very wrong. And independence in itself, I think, is a beautiful thing and should be fully respected. But so should that of the community or uh, anything else that is around you that exists that also helps to keep you like fucking alive and shit like that. I'll take an example. Right. I drive to work every other day or whatever. I drive for my work. I drive around all the fucking time. All right. If it wasn't for, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do my job if I wasn't able to drive. Okay. So what does driving entail? What do you have to do in order to drive? Well, you have to pass a test. Okay. Step. You have to have a car. Mm-hmm. You should have insurance for your car. Mm-hmm. You will move on past that, but yeah. Um, you should know the rules of the road. Okay. Um, the road should hypothetically be there. Yeah, I mean, hypothetically, that would be ideal, but hey. Um, everybody else on the road should hypothetically know where the road is as well. Wow. You know, that's kind of stretching it, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Anything else? The car should be safe. I mean, again, I think you're asking a little bit too much here. We'll, we'll stop there. So You, you have say- to know where you're going. Yeah, that's why we have cell phones. And you have GPS. to not use a cell phone while driving. I think you're trying to call me out at this point. Anyway. I was using the <laughs> colloquial you as in just mm, you. Right. No, that's fair. No. So 
that you do know that drive is how you go around, not reverse. I mean, is that why my neck hurts so much? It's because I'm always. You know what? That I'm does also, make sense. I'm also impressed you got all the way up to 75 the other day on the freeway. Oh, man. Yeah, 75. That cop was right. Only 75. No, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what the cop said. Right. <laughs> you know, I asked him to bump up my numbers, and then I got 420. <laughs> anyway, so. I thought you were asking to drop your number to 69. Drop right, right. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I should have said alter my numbers a bit, you know, just a little bit, and then said For some odd reason, it's. 420.69. I didn't even know there was points in uh, in this odometer, but apparently they do now. No, but so in in rallying off that that list of things that you need in order to drive, you spoke of tests, which requires uh, DMV and uh, people to establish the rules of the road. The DMV requires. Wait, we actually have to have legislatures. I mean. Ideally, I guess. I don't so, know if even that's ideally. Is it ideally? Well, someone I mean, has to make up the rules. I mean, I guess we do. So we pay people to make rules to make it so we can't do things. No, no. Well, not so we can't do fun things, right? We can still do things, but things only that the aren't boring fun. things, right? Only the boring things, like not die. I mean, like uh, you know, I really would like to get two cars, like, <laughs> give them flamethrowers, you know, and well, go joust. I've and I'm got, told, no, we can't. And I don't get why. <laughs> and I just don't understand. I don't understand the logistics. And then obviously, it's a great fucking idea. I yeah. mean, flamethrowers lancing each other. That's fucking awesome. Okay, at least it wasn't like grenades and mortars. Like, come on. I, mean, I was yeah. being reasonable here. <laughs> right. I'm not a fucking sociopath, okay? Maybe a buzzsaw on there, but I mean, come on, man. No, no, but you. Have you seen Robot Wars? What I if mean, we could cars like Robot you know Wars and then drive around? That way we get places faster and the people get in the way. Demo. Uh, uh, no, we're not doing demolition, man. No, I was going to say demo, demo uh, demolition, demolition derby. derby? Demo, demolition derby robot style. With robots. Why not combine style? I, for a moment, thought you said Columbine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taken aback only for a moment. I do enjoy how you're the one who laughed about that. <laughs> Moving I on. did not laugh. Yeah. Check the tape. <laughs> right. Check the audio. You force yourself not to audibly laugh. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. I was in shock and awe about the fact that you could See, take I something. I that's so, what you said. I said calm. But I laughed because you did Remember, it. Remember, I'm from them, their wheat fields. That's racist. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's greenest over there. <laughs> I'm he sorry, just said farmers. wheat. This is farmers he just said only. wheat. Yeah. This ain't farmers only, cowboy. Okay? That was weird. That was weird. Yeah. Why cowboy? Cowboys don't farm. All right. I didn't ask for your Cowboys fucking judgment. Anyways. Moving uh, on. Jobist, aren't we? Cunt. <laughs> Moving on. So, again, in order to have those DMVs, you have to have, uh, well, you have to have Fucking people make up the rules to make up, uh, to make up like areas for those fucking buildings. You have to have people to uh, uh, come up with ideas with the road that make sure that everyone that if they follow them that everyone will be safe, uh, safe and be able to be productive 
in their own lives and also to you know society, which is another conversation. But I, I, I and we have that. to give them the authority to do it. You have to give them the authority to do it. We but, have to agree that they have the authority. Right. Well, yeah, they we have to agree agree to the uh, communally. We have to agree that uh, that they have the authority. Communally, <laughs> we have to come to a communal understanding that these are good ideas and these are the people who should make these ideas. And you know, uh, you also have to have um, people fucking constantly checking to see if these rules are actually uh, uh, um, like, you know, functional or whatnot. You could say that the drivers are like beta testers and we'll find out as we go along. But uh, also, there's people who... Fair, <laughs> they're alpha testers. Fair enough. They haven't even got there That's also fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, but like, you also have to people having a track in that fucking data. If you, if you no. take that into consideration, you have to have... That's just for the fucking test. And then you have to have people come up with questions that actually like test uh, your knowledge. Involve, test your uh, test your knowledge and your like understanding of draft. Then you have to have people to uh f- help you through your driving test. There's people who uh train you in driving, there's people who test your driving, there's people who uh, uh fucking uh, you know give you tips and tricks on the fucking driving and shit like that. Question. Yeah. If you did the drive test tomorrow, mm-hmm. do you think you'd pass? Yes. Okay. I take into consideration the rules of the road very, very seriously. I don't know if I could. I just don't care. But the reason for it is like mm. I don't back around corners anymore. There's a bunch of like specific things I practiced yeah. and learned mm-hmm. just for the test so I'd be able to do them. Right. But like I never do. Like how often do I parallel park? Almost never. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I try not to just because I, know I mean how. I try to avoid it as Physic- possible like, as much like, as possible. As much as possible. Yeah. I know how to do it. Like I know the steps for it. But mm-hmm. I also know that I'm not going to be able to, in three motions, do it. You know, the yeah. pull up, back up, pull in, perfectly set. No. I know I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah. So, like, I think I'd probably fail that test. Mm-hmm. But it's not because I'm not a good driver. It's because you haven't studied in a But it's because, like, the specific questions that right. they look at that are very valuable mm-hmm. in very specific situations. Right. I don't know how I do on those. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like remembering the formula for fucking an algebra question or something. Not like easy. That. I mean, okay. Wow. All right. Just derail the whole fucking topic that you just brought the fuck up. Okay, fine. I guess I'll go fuck myself then. Anyway, so, no, but no, I mean, it's, I mean, personally, I've, I've internalized that ben, shit because I, I, I was just giving you a hard time. No, 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 no. There I was are equations like, I don't remember. I have to look up. Okay? No, no, no. I mean, well, I would fucking assume so. You're not doing math. That, well, I don't know that. I don't know. Your, I don't know your life like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you do in the privacy of your own home. Right. Like, but you can keep we'll that just... shit there, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, you have to have people, you know, um, actually knowing this shit constantly, like, fucking studying this shit, helping other people study. And that's just the testing and the getting the license. That's That doesn't take consideration the people who have to make the cars, the people who have to fund the people who make the cars, the people who have to find the materials in order to create those cars, the people who have to transport those materials in order to create the cars in which you have to buy in order to pass the test in the first place so that you can drive around to work That's why I take day. public transportation. I mean, well, then yeah. Then find the people that do the public. <laughs> All right. No, no. And then, and then you have to find, then, then there's people who have to build roads and there's people mm-hmm. who have to maintain those roads. There's people who have to co- constantly make access points. There's people who have to keep up on GPS my point is that me simply going to work every day by driving, of course, is the culmination of one hundreds, if not thousands of years of development of a society 
I, I, I would say it. nearly a million man hours. I mean, and mil- millions, millions of fucking like man years. Let's say millions of man years have probably oh, been put millions. in yeah. to our transportation system. Right. I mean, just our transportation system. It, 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 that's the thing. It's like it's the development of roads. It's de- well, no, it's, it's development of, uh, of 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 societies that are able to communicate or well, like like let's travel. Let's keep it simpler. Just the roads. You have to develop the right type of concrete. You have to right. replace the concrete. Right. You have to have people who go study how to make safe bridges. Right. You have to find have to routes for from place to place that yep. are actually feasible both within the terrain and the uh, the the uh, like the the ability to to handle uh, uh, for those fucking roads. So there's uh, some roads semis won't be able to go onto. <laughs> there's some roads that fucking little convertibles won't fucking go onto or won't be able to go onto. You know what I mean? Yep. There, there there has to be like an understanding of what's going to be needed between those the the between Point point A to point B, and then you also have the group has to come out whenever trees fall. Uh The group has to come out whenever there is a car wreck or whenever there is something that happens. Then you have the entire thing of well, um, you know, the entire making of your windshield wipers, right? And the entire story behind the Tucker automobile and the entire thing of having windshield wipers for the first place, first time, anyway. Because yeah. for many years they drove without windshield wipers, which I mean, I'm pretty sure sucked. But I mean, so did everything else. Pass, also, pass. they couldn't go as fast. Well, well yeah. I but, mean, that's not fair to say, but majority of vehicles that were driven were not as fast as the current driving speed. Also, no. the roads weren't as nice as we have now. Well, no, hell no. I mean, you, you the potholes now ain't got shit on the fucking dirt have, roads like, they had the back then. People have to go out there to make sure all the signs are correct. Yeah. Uh, and then the people have to move signs based on different things that happen. Yeah. Then you have the entire thing of, well, if we close down this road, how are we going to be able to divert traffic and what's right. the best way to do that? Right. Yeah, no, and that's and I mean that's 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 my point. The idea of independence has been bastardized to the point of pretending to uh, pretending to think that you need absolutely nothing else. And if you do need something, you just need to use it. Like, you know, like like you know, they're just using I'll call a stand in line to get to have this person scan my groceries. Right. This person who means absolutely nothing to me, this person who only needs to give mm-hmm. me my groceries and nothing else matters. Nothing else needs to matter to them except for them getting my groceries. When this person has fucking you know, it, they don't even need kids. They have their own fucking life. They have their own fucking dreams. They're working at this job so they can help the, get them through fucking college so that they can be a fucking animator for fucking like their their own independent animator on YouTube, on their own YouTube channel. Some shit like that. You know what I mean? But and that's also taking into consideration people's personal empathy. That's taking into consideration empathy. <laughs> you know? But no, I mean, like, we've. We've come to the point, and I—I I mean, I—I'm I, not gonna—I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I—I I, I can't find so, an exact point in which we've. Determined. I have a question for uh-huh. you. Okay. Do you think it is valuable for people to act that way, or how can acting that way still benefit? Are you talking about? Um, the entire like, thing, I don't need other people, I'm just going to avoid them, well, see, way. Yeah. just use them for the bare minimum and move on. Isn't that kind of what our society is designed for? And we're going to take a paradigm shift to move to what you're thinking about? Well, see, I mean, that would imply that society is correct in all things, and I refuse to believe that in every manager of the regard. But there is benefit to... Well, there's there's definitely been a benefit to uh, independence and individuality, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's 
There's seven people, seven billion people, seven billion people on this planet. That means there are seven billion individual perspectives in which can be fucking culminated into seven billion new experiences. Seven billion times seven billion fucking, well, seven billion to each seven billion. It's seven billion to the seven billion squared. Is that, is that a thing? Is that what I'm trying to think of? Because no, it's seven billion, seven billion. So basically, is it you're doing seven billion factorial? Is what you're thinking about? Okay, so it's like seven billion. Each person has seven uh, seven billion other like possible ideas they can like work with. Is what I'm trying to. Yep. Yeah. And so, each two people has a third person who has a purpose, has some way they want to do right. with it. And then, then, then you and can you're talk thinking to, of you're thinking of a number all the size of Graham's number, but we're not going to get into Graham's number. I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't need to get into Graham's number at all. I'm, I'm in fact, hey, you know what? I'm down for going against the Graham. So, <laughs> you know, but no, I, 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 there is definitely value in independent, well, independent thought. You know what I mean? It, it, again, it's new perspective. It's, it's, uh, it, it's the idea of thinking outside of the box, where the mass would create the box so that there's sustainability. And um, uh, uh, sort of commonality between uh, between everyone thinking outside the box expands the the ideas that are already set uh, set upon us, like the road. You know what I mean? There's uh, people who are trying to create those with those plastic, like those uh, you know those those roads that are like part plastic, part cement and shit like that. They 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 create the sealant. Of, they uh, they they recycle plastic into the uh, molding of uh, of the um, uh, cement and shit like that to help like uh, 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 keep the grip on the uh, on the uh, cement roads and you know it, it helps it helps keep them uh, uh sustained for longer so they need, uh, need less repairs i think they're doing that like sweden or some shit like that i don't know about that yeah i mean then, then there's what the I, um what i do know is that there's what's called the diamond interchange and they're starting that? to put so basically the entirety of a of a standard interchange is that when you come off the road hmm. so there you come up to a light and you can either go left or right off of it yeah. or straight back onto the freeway. Mm-hmm. And what they've realized is that by setting up that way, they create um, too many ways for two cars to enter to collide. Mm. And by making it so that cars have less options, mm-hmm. they make the road safer. So a diamond interchange goes, well, instead of having to, when you come off the freeway, to go to the left, going across the lane to turn mm-hmm. left, it's what if you just can do either one. No, no, no. What if oh. you just come straight off and if you continue going left, you're going to keep going across the bridge and then you'll cross over after you get done off the off there. Yeah. So what if we So basically as you come up to it you're going to flip sides. Mm. So if you're trying to get onto the freeway, you can just make a right-hand turn. Yeah. And then you can drive all the way up to the other side and make a right-hand turn. Yeah. Um sorry, left-hand turn. Well, but basically you don't have to cross the lanes and yeah. they've tried to make this so number one it's more efficient mm-hmm. because there's less turns and the lights are clearer about how many people let through yeah and you don't have as much backup right and so what they're trying to do is figure out what are different ways that we can set up these major intersections mm-hmm. these places where two major you know roads come across mm-hmm. you think for us like i5 and uh 410 yeah you know how bad that gets at some parts of the day where you know you have like yes. four to five mile backup in there yeah and then combine JBL in it, and it's just basically yeah. just it's yeah, a parking lot. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. a sixty mile an hour parking lot. Yeah, yeah. That's um, and so what they've been looking at is how can we first get it so that we have less cars going through that at a certain time, but also make it more efficient for the cars that are on there mm. and the cars that are trying to get off. Yeah. 
And so that's part of the reason why, like, you know, a lot of ones you have the stoplight mm-hmm. where you pull up to it, it stops and only sends out a car every, you know, four to five seconds. Yeah. yeah. And that is to mitigate versus having them all just wind up on there at once. Yeah. And you can still keep traffic going at a speed and then add a car to it, add a car yeah. to it, add, add a car to it. Yeah. Which in the hopes yeah. of yeah. making traffic run smoother. And if traffic moves at a smoother speed versus the stop and go, stop and go, mm-hmm. you have less accidents. Yeah. And so it's all these different pieces that are trying to put in this puzzle of making the road safe. And it takes a lot of people. Right. It takes a lot of people and it takes a lot of ingenuity. And that, that that's the, the, the idea of the, the independent versus the mass is the same idea as we talked about before, the logic versus the creative. The logical, uh, the, the hive mind versus the accept, uh, is, it, eccentric mind. You know, it's like it's it's you know the, the those ideas they came out. I mean, obviously they came out uh, after fucking years of finding out. Oh well, these are the problems. This is the problem. And then there's people who had to actually study that shit. And then there's the people who actually had to have like a fucking like um independent mind meeting uh, uh or like a community small community mind meeting on how to actually deal with these fucking problems. You know what I mean? Like that was those groups of individuals who had an ideal. Who brought their originality and creativity into into the mix into a concise and understandable manner that is able to be introduced in society? You know what I mean? And I and I'm I'm gonna take back what I said before. I do know when. Um, I mean, I don't know the exact timeline, but I do know it was the point when we took the idea of the genius, or 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 the um. Was it the genius? I think it was the genius. We took the idea of the genius instead of uh, saying people are genius in their own craft. If they are able to, uh, and and we we, we flipped it to being uh, to saying like they're the super ubermensch, where you know they're 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 able to do this one thing really well. Obviously, they can do anything else uh, really well. Um, that's that's when we, we we decided where the individual is the one that uh, that that really matters. I'm gonna say when Superman was created. It was probably when uh, it was. When it was it, it might have been. You know what? It, I'm gonna say it was. Ra- it was around that time, or the the things that led to Superman being created. It's mm-hmm. like the it, the one person that'll fucking you know uh, that 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 was able to change the world. Or hey, it could also have been when uh, fucking Henry Ford and um, who's the other cunt? Um, fucking um, lightning guy, but like who stole the stuff. Edison, yeah, that douche, yeah. And like you know, when people like him started coming up, and they said they were the king, god, king of the fucking world and shit like that. I mean, obviously he didn't actually say that, but you know, when, when that shit started coming up, is 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 when we started to tear from understanding community, and 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 only focusing on the uh, 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 on the uh, on the individual. So how and can these, we fix this? I have an answer for you, but you won't like it. Well, I'm sure, I'm, <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, no. don't assume you know what I'm going to think. I have a couple assumptions on what you would think about that. No. So I, what, what do you think I'm going to think? Uh, okay, I have a second. I, I have a second answer. You think? I have a second answer. I'll say that. I want that. your first answer. No. Um, I want your first answer. Mm, I want you. To be it was first. suicide. Okay. It was just, just, just everyone killed themselves, and then we can all be happy. Like that was. It was. It was. It was. So. Okay, it was a. I'm saying, how can we join community together? Right. Well, and your thought also, is, you can also have no you can community. Also switch that, shut up. Then you can we also have switch community. Okay. Well, then there is no community, and there's no problem. There you go, problem solved. No, it's also sacrifice, personal sacrifice of ego. Um, you can also you can also cons, uh, consider that and uh, consider that you you're giving yourself into into the rest of the community and believing that it's not obviously it's not just you, it's them, but also you're there too. It's. It's not just 
dropping the self. It's it's admiring the self in, in as well as the rest of the community. It's it's half you and half everything else. You know what I mean? Because there can only be one you, but there's also everything fucking else who is also their own selves. You know what I mean? It's always half and half. That's that's how I always view it. Now my second one, my well that, that goes on the first one is just fucking empathy. Like fucking like try to consider other fucking things and people as like part of you. Like I mean. You're, 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 this is, this is, I learned this in Bill Nye the Science Guy. From, from Bill Nye the Science Guy is the reason why we can't eat, reach the temperature of absolute zero, which I don't know the logistics about what absolute, absolute zero is, but it's really, really fucking it's zero cold. Kelvin. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Thank you. The reason why we can't do Negative it. Negative 273 Celsius. Sure. Makes sense to me. I wonder if that's right or not. Go for I want to check go it. Go for gold, homie. So the reason I why... I can't give you the Fahrenheit one because I don't remember that. 5,000. So the reason why we can't reach absolute zero is because the point in which they are trying to create... In our, our create uh, excuse me. Absolute zero win is connected to the... 273. 273.15. I was off by 0.15. Wow. Terrible. 456.67? No, 459.67. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, I wonder if there's like an absolute 100%. Like, that's got to be um, like heat death of so, the universe, right? I don't know about that. So basically, what absolute zero is, is the point in which there is no motion. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, that's... And the problem we that we have right now is that through modern technology, we cannot hit a point where we can stop all atoms from moving. Right. Because there's always friction in, in the connectivity of like the things around it. You yep. know, like, well, I mean, yeah, like, like, like the, the example that was, that, that was given to me by Sir Bill of Nye, um, the science guy was very the, simplistic view on it, but continue. It's a simplistic view, but it makes, I can't explain any better than that, but I, mean, I know that's, it's, that's, that's like, that's, it's so much deeper than that, but well, it's basically, yeah, I mean, okay, let me just go ahead and go through thermodynamics in this fucking one Oh, or thermo, thermodynamics one Oh one. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, so <laughs> also talk about fluid viscosity point, and water displacement and my asshole. My the point is let's not talk <laughs> and I think I need to yeah. leave now. So the reason why they can't reach absolute zero is because of the connectivity of the uh, of the parts that are they're trying to create the experiment within. You know the experiment they're doing. Uh, 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 they're, the the place they're doing the experiment in is connected to the materials in which they're trying to use uh, uh, use for that uh, uh, that experiment, like fucking freezers or whatever the fuck kind of super science mumbo jumbo bullshit that they fucking have to use. That shit's connected to it. Then, and then like the the machines that they fucking use is connected to the room that they uh, the, that they're using. The room that they're using is connected to the planet that, uh, that we're on. The planet that we're on is part of the solar system, which is fucking being hold on uh, hold on by the fucking you know uh, sun and like you know the black hole in the center of the goddamn universe and our uh, solar system. I don't remember, but um, I mean, the, you know, it, it's just there's so much interconnectivity that is barely even considered. That is such an effect on things. Um, on a constant fucking basis, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this, I mean, just that 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 example is to show that no matter what we are doing or where we are, we are always connected with something. We are always reliant on something for our day to day day to day continuing. And this is why I don't understand why people don't don't take into consideration that 
planets do affect us or stars and shit do affect us, right? Because they are fucking giant balls of pure fucking energy that directly affect us on a day-to-day fucking basis. You look up at the skies at the night, or at night, you look at the skies, or you are looking directly into solar radiation. Not the sun, not just the sun. Obviously the sun, that's the most prominent one. But you look at the, all the fucking stars in the sky, all that fucking solar radiation, even just a little bit, a little bit, bitty, tiny bit, is still beaming around in your fucking brain. Constant fucking basis. You know what I mean? The moon, the fucking, it's gravitational effects, it affects our moods. You know, like just like the rain, uh, like when the moon moves too close. No, the, the rain has just like seasonal depression. That's a real fucking thing. The the, the seasons change. We all, uh, there's a bunch of people going uh, into, into massive fucking depression. Uh, uh, there's, uh, when, when the moon. Do you know the majority that has to do with the fact of the loss of vitamin D? Which is connected to the fucking weather in the solar system. Do you know what, is it vitamin D? Vitamin I mean, E? It's basically, you don't get as much sunlight. Yeah, I mean, is that not the point? Did, did, did I miss something when I said that that was like, it was like still connected? It's like it's still affecting? I mean, no, it's like, there's, my point is, if all of the fucking stars in the goddamn sky were to disappear, do you think that would have no effect on us? Oh boy, we have some great theories for what's going on out there. I'm sure there'd be the blanket theory, where some alien race just put a blanket around us. Well, I mean, I did say disappear. I didn't really say, like, evaporate or anything like that, so yeah, I guess that's semantics. You know, I should have washed my wording. <laughs> but, I mean, even that blanket... put up a big blanket around us. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's also another thing. You put a giant blanket around the fucking planet, what's going to happen? A lot. It's going to, a lot, a lot's going to happen. There's a lot of things that'll happen. I mean, blankets mm-hmm. usually warm shit up, and it's usually compressing all the energy that's coming out. It's like being radiated out and all that, being ba- bombarded back on us, plus it's cutting off the fucking major, uh, major source of heat and light and shit for our entire, yeah, no, it probably fuckers up pretty well. That's, that's my point, though, is like these, these, like, the, the the well to 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 draw it back a little bit because we're going we're going to universal although it still counts like when I say everything I mean fucking everything like you you everything you can fucking think of ever all your fucking thoughts part of you just as much as anything else you know I'm touching this table I could be t- I'm, I might as well be touching the fucking sun right now is my point it's all fucking connected you know what this does mean you're connected to your moral enemy well I. You said it. I, I'm very proud to say that I am my own worst enemy and best friend. So I killed him long ago. Anyway, that's the well, Someone needs to lose part of their ego. I mean, nah, I'm mm, sure it's fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. No, I'm I'm perfectly unegotistical. No, but and it's not. This is this is the other thing about it, right? The fear of being too involved in the community is a fear of being lost, uh, uh, is losing the self. That's a huge part of why people are afraid to explode and being empathetic to people because they're afraid of being personally hurt when someone actually fucking like, you know, fucks them over. You know what I mean? Or, or, or being too involved or, or opening up or, or anything like that. They're afraid of themselves being hurt. And, and it's, it's, it's very, 
it's very strange to me when people focus a lot on not being hurt and try their hardest to be happy. Like that is the meaning of life. I, I am one of the people who believe that happiness is not the meaning of life. Happiness is a part of life, much like pain and sorrow and all that other bullshit. You know what I mean? Happiness is a drug. Happiness makes us feel good so we don't fucking just die of apathy the next day. You know what I mean? I believe in being fulfilled. That doesn't mean being rich. That doesn't mean being even being fucking like well off. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. means you did everything. And I I mean like fucking anywhere from like going snowboarding for the first fucking time to taking a nap during your fucking lunch break. You know what I mean? You did everything that you thought was best for you and everything around you and you you did all the fucking things that you were like ever fucking curious about to within reason of course i've always been curious what it felt like to murder a person i haven't done that though because i don't think that'd be best for me and everyone around me you know what i mean you know what i mean yes you know what i mean you need to have different desires I mean, I said it was a curiosity. I didn't say it was a desire. Are you saying I desire to kill someone? Okay, you should have different curiosities. I mean, I have one of curiosities. What is it like to strangle a man to death with your bare hands? I mean, snowboarding. What is it like to snowboard for the first time and not strangle a man with your... That's not the point. My, <laughs> my point is... That is very much the point. I mean... Well, I guess, you know, it, it, it also comes with moderation. You know, the thing we learned from Peter from Family Guy, you know, you got to have consideration, moderate. But that's my point, though, is that it should be you, you should be worried about letting yourself go because you will never, ever be completely alone. You know what I mean? You can, you're, you, after we die, your soul could evaporate to absolute fucking nothingness. All right. But that part, the parts of the soul that were, that were resolved into nothingness will be absorbed by fucking soul eaters and shit like that and distributed, distributed by soul shitting all throughout the rest so of soul society. So what you're trying to say is that being in a community can define you, being by yourself can define you, but being a compu- in a community gives your life more meaning you and get, that you're not going to lose who you are just by being with other people. You're not going to lose yourself by being around with other people, but you are the one who gives your life meaning. It's everything else that gives you ideas for what that meaning can be. You know what I mean? You, you designate, it's like that. It's like that people, those, those people in the cave, right? You know that I don't remember the fucking uh, name is. Allegory of the cave? Yeah, allegory of the cave. You know, you know, the cavemen in the cave, they only see the fucking, they only see like spots in the cave. They save the shadows on the wall. The shadows on the wall, right? They, without those shadows on the wall, they would have to find their own meaning. They would have their own self-designation to find their meaning. They don't need words, right? They, uh, they, they obviously are not going to fucking use words if they're not talking. Unless they use themselves, the words to communicate with themselves because you can communicate yourself. Hey, bud, you should communicate with yourself more. You should. Not, you don't need words. You just need to feel yourself. You should masturbate. Masturbation is very healthy is what I'm saying. 
That was a weird joke. So I'm half know. drunk. Anyway, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like they would find meeting with them in themselves, but it's the things that are happening to them from everything around them that is expanding that meaning. You know what I mean? So you define yourself, but community gives you more options. They give you life. ideas. I mean, and and options too. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's more about the ideas of what you can do with yourself. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have figured out that I could do what I do now without f- someone telling me, "Hey, you should try this." You know what I mean? I I wouldn't I wouldn't have uh, uh, gone to the depths in which I've already gone to if I hadn't, you know. Well, if I had different opportunities given by different different people, I've always had my definition of myself, but it has expanded because of other uh, uh, because of others. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to do a podcast if I didn't think that there were. Well, if I had never heard a podcast, honestly, but that's <laughs> that's kind of like I wouldn't know how to drive. If there weren't roads, you know what I mean? But that's. That's an interesting way of looking at it. So, yay or nay for community? One to ten. I mean, one, because we are all one, aren't we? So, he's against community. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Zero? Because it is the highest and the lowest, technically, right? Wow, thank you for the bleach reference. Was it a bleach reference? I don't know, was it? You're not going to stop this podcast until I stop it. So. Yeah. Thank well, you all for listening. Yeah. Love your neighbors. Love yourself. But also work to understand your neighbors and also yourself. Tune in next time when he comes with a fourth voice for the other part of his head. Hey. No. Yeah. No. That's cool. That's fine.